Good morning. At times you feel hopeless, full of despair, dejection, and you feel that you are going to be a depressive maniac. But then you can always bring hope back into your life. Bringing hope back will make you fit and a better person to work. And hopeful doesn't mean to be in a place where there is no noise, no trouble, no hard work. It means to be in midst of all those things and still be calm in your heart. Peace of mind, calmness, passions are still there but they have been sublimated. Do not forget that life is a meandering journey with joys and sorrows, generosities and miserliness, success and failure, simplicities and complexity. Life always goes in pair, ups and downs. But within these different shades of experience, we need to find and hold on to the threads of hope, reassurance, faith and courage to survive the low phases of life. For some people in troubled times, their optimism, their hope dries up completely or fails them, miserably failing them, leading to an existential crisis. Such experiences shake their psychological foundations and push them into theories of depression. And some go to the extent of even contemplating suicide and even committing it. In the midst of the emotional mayhem, a person who feels low often asks himself, Why should I live? What's the meaning and purpose of life? Does it make sense to give life another chance? And if he can find convincing answers to these questions, the will to live is resurrected and he valiantly fights of the miasma of despair. But a pervasive and persuasive answers to these questions cannot be found. There is worsening of despair, and that worsening crushes the will to survive. Are you aware that every year around 8 lakh people, 800,000 people commit suicide on the world? And that's a staggering number of those who attempt to take their life but do not succeed suicide in the second leading death. And then, unfortunately, suicide is the second leading cause of death among 15 to 29 years globally. The people who have lived their life, if they commit suicide, I can understand it. But the young people on the threshold of life, full of life, committing suicide. That is shocking. So how can a person who is feeling utterly homeless reclaim hope? We need to first understand the etiology of hopelessness. When a person is reeling under despair and depression, he usually perceives his circumstances to be excluded and his self-esteem that is rock bottom. He feels completely worthless, his self-esteem is zero, and he feels an intense loathing 
towards his existing life conditions and personal identity. There is a strong desire to escape from it all. His reasoning and visions are just stunted, blinded and the clouds of melancholy and a vague self-defeating feeling tells that person that perhaps suicide is the only way to break free of suffering. But this is a dangerous illusion and it's an illusion. It's a self-destructive wish that takes one to the point of no return. Rather than taking this self-destructive and untrustworthy route to deal with the pain, why not create a lasting foundation for hope? Renewing faith in yourself and in the world. Be in the midst of all the failures and yet aim for success. I was reading Bhagavata Puranas long back in meetings. And I read that a steadfast hope could be cultivated by contemplating on the distinction between our spirit and matter. I am not saying soul, though the Bhagavad Purana says soul. I call it a spirit, spirit of living, spirit of life. I mean the distinction between the real and the ephemeral truth, the falsehood reality and delusion. Such contemplation, where you can distinguish between the real and the ephemeral, when you can discriminate between truth and falsehood, when you can separate delusion from reality, such contemplation dispels ignorance and reveals yourself, your inner self, the beautiful self, the self that is the seer and the knower of truth. The self that is making you live. The one who is aware that what really exists is the realization of being a conscious human being, a life pulsating in you. When you see the world through the eyes of your inner self, you feel elevated. You begin to realize that you are a part of the cosmos. You are not alone. Your life is not worthless. And you are not separate from the world, whether it's in the shape of friends, relations, colleagues, or even enemies. But there is a connection. There is a connecting link. Your life is not fragile. It's robust, strong. It is securely embedded in the totality of the cosmos. You also understand that the external world and all other life experience circumstances, whether favorable or unfavorable, are a part of this cosmos. Being a part of the whole, you gain strength. Your consciousness is a part of the plan for self-growth. And self-growth, you know, amoeba. The amoeba grows by itself. Salamander regenerates itself. Are you worse than a salamander? No. 
you are a part of the same cosmos as the salamander is. So, the sense of discrimination, fine discrimination, and the Hindi word for that, vivek, is very apt. Minute understanding of the subtle nuances of life is important. And when you can differentiate between them, you would understand that the acceptance of the various internal and external impediments, obstacles, <coughs> would be sufficient to make you realize that you might feel lonely, but you are not alone. The same spirit vibrating in you is a part of the total cosmos. And working through these connectivities unwaveringly, patiently, shaping and welcoming a better self and a better world. Hope is always there. As I said, the life is in pairs. Spring comes after winter. Summer follows the spring. That's a part of life. So is your life. And if, as I said today, in the morning, you can be unhappy, but then you are unhappy because you realize and give attention to your pain. It's a double unhappiness. Your body might be in pain, but body would heal as well. Mind makes it my pain, my unhappiness. Don't make it your unhappiness. Make it the unhappiness or the pain of the world. Have you seen children? They play, they get angry, they fight. And in an instance, their anger is over and they are again playing peacefully the next moment. Why can't you? If they can change, and they do it because their minds are not clouded, they can understand that the fact is that knowledge and wisdom cannot always take things in a certain manner. You have got to understand the coexistence of the opposites. The opposites are a part of life. And when you realize and accept the coexistence of opposites effect, then you will not be hopeless. There is no distance, in fact, between happiness and sorrow or life and death, as I noted yesterday. They go together. Sometimes one feels happy and the light seems bright and then you feel sad and life is miserable. It's the same light. It's like day and night. But when knowledge and wisdom are absent, the facts can be misused. If there's a balance, such a situation then does not arise. So you have to take a balanced view of the things. Do not forget that happiness and sorrow, life and death, money, richness, poverty, they are the two sides of the same coin.
Sometimes one feels happy and life seems bright. And then you feel sad and life is miserable. Where's the dis you know, have you seen the water pulleys? When the water is coming from the well, it's a single chain. The wheels bring in water, empty it and return and they come together. So they work together. Similarly, joy and sorrow work together, life and death work together, creation and destruction work together. And if you can maintain that balance, you would see that the joy and sorrow, life and death would be happy. And that will make you really happy. That will give you hope. And that's what you need. Acceptance of the pain and understanding that this too shall pass away. Nothing is permanent and enduring except yourself your consciousness and the realization will make you feel really happy, hopeful for the better life to come. That will make you a better person and don't you wish that to be? So hope for the best, be prepared for the best and you would understand that hopelessness is always capable of turning corners and becoming hope. Thank you.